Oh, I thought it just looked like you were. Oh, yeah, okay. <coughs> Buongiorno. Hi. Is Buongiorno a word? Buongiorno is, um, I think it's high or welcome in Italian. Oh, yeah. Buongiorno. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, yeah, hello. <laughs> You're so silly. You're so silly. Um, how are you today, Mon? I'm good. It's been a long day, but listen, just a long day of adulting. How's your week been? Talk to me. It's been good. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you see what I mean? <laughs> but now, I work in media, so you get to go on lots of like, in, like tasty and fun um, media lunches. So my belly's full. That's, That's all good. I care about. That's good. Did I do a lot of work today? That is another conversation, but my belly is full. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, at least your belly's full. Yeah, exactly. How was your week? Uh, my week's been fantastic because I've moved houses. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've only been in my new house for like a week and I fucking love it. Congratulations. Like, I love waking up on my bed. I love doing whatever I need to do. Um, I'm just so, I'm, I'm honestly like super happy. I'm so happy. Like words can't express it. Like I'm super happy, man. <laughs> I love that. I love that for you. Congratulations you. on your new space. And today, 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 well later on today, um, we will be having a special guest yes. speaking about her personal experiences, a personal crime experience. And that is my other best friend, Chantal. Say hi, Shan. Hey. How are you, my darling? I am feeling good. I'm glad that you've got your new home. I'm Thank glad you. that you had an amazing lunch Thank today. Love it. And um, yeah, can't wait to tell you guys my story. Yes, we will have her in the second segment after Mon tells us her story. But um, have you been watching the news? What's new on the news today? Oh, man. What is new on the news? The only thing that I've been keeping up with in the news as of late mm-hmm. um, is when I saw them cross his people wanting to go over to the Caribbean. Um, it's really uh, <laughs> uh, but I know I think they did go to what did they go Belize mm-hmm. they weren't originally gonna go then they did go mm-hmm. there was like a, a few protests I'm not sure if there was protests in Jamaica as well I, think, I don't know if they're there now mm-hmm. but I just I just was discussing with my partner like just how interesting it is to see like how things and the dynamics have changed yeah. in the Caribbean like especially and that's just like people just don't want them around anymore they don't want to have it anymore they want their independence to become a republic Mm -hmm. and as a west indian girl i'm very proud of barbados yeah obviously i'm so proud of barbados and it's run by a woman obviously (laughs) me and motley and she's a queer woman on top of that i love that i love that i love it um and then hopefully jamaica follows suits and all of the rest of uh the island countries (laughs) yeah no I i would i would actually fucking love if we could just emancipate from you know the royal family because I, I must have seen a tweet a couple of days ago where it's like where do, what do we actually gain from being a part of that what do we gain from the commonwealth mm. you know you could still get deported yeah um, you know. i was trying to find the benefits literally there because of these conversations no, there, like the, the the british would benefit from the caribbean countries mm-hmm. but the caribbean countries won't benefit from the british country right, itself, right. Do you know what i mean that like, there's still several rules that we have to abide by and you know, quite frankly, I'm just so glad that we can witness, you know, people taking a stand and saying, you know what, we want you out, man. <laughs> like, it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I yeah. love that. So um, <clears throat> that's been some great news for me. What about yeah. you? What have you been looking at in the news and <laughs> so paying I made, attention to? So um, I made a post earlier on on True Crime MC on oh, Instagram oh, and it was regarding a woman that was driving a car. <gasps> 
I haven't seen it on our page, but I have seen the story, but carry on. Yeah, so she was driving a car and she was, she basically said that she lent this car out to her friends and she wasn't aware of the substances that were at the back. But these times, you know, there was, they found fentanyl and they found all sorts of drugs oh. up in there and it's just not looking good for her. I don't know if this is the same case that I'm thinking of then. Oh, because you think of it. Was it the drunk woman? Oh, oh, oh that, that one. Yeah, Ooh. I was thinking of something completely different. Sorry. I posted that as well. <laughs> yeah, I posted that on the um on the page as well. And <laughs> she's the one that tweeted. She's the, the bragger that was like, you know, I'm so, I am I drive so good when I'm drunk. And, you know, oh, girl. I, I don't know if you know the full story, but what had happened was um she happened to be driving and she got stopped by these um, rangers and you know they did the breathalyzer and stuff like that and they decided to let her go because they had a call for a pedestrian and how tragic is it that she crashed into all three of those people including the pedestrian and all three of them died and she's being charged with um, third degree manslaughter oh man serves her right mate because you can't be doing that I just do you know what it is like and not to sound like my mum, but the power of the tongue, man. Yeah. Like <laughs> you got to be careful about what you brag about. She only had just tweeted that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah. man. I mean... Please. And just, just, and just like, in general, well, just be more responsible. Don't drink and drive. Please. Just, to, like, just don't do it. Like, don't, it's not worth it. Like, if you feel like you're just a little bit too... Like, it's a bit too much, just kind of look at it and be like, you know, I'll, I'll pick up my car the next day. Like, yeah. it's not worth it it doesn't matter how great of a driver you think you are like don't test yourself and be like oh my gosh like so I, i've drank all of this casa amigos let me try and drink that's like, true. um let me try and drive pardon me that's true like you're risking you're, you're putting a lot of people's lives at risk and in this situation you know three people lost their lives and yeah, you know it's very sad. one 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 person was expecting a child you know oh that so, is very sad yeah it's, it's it's it is sad and there were people on on Twitter that were like, like kind of defending her like saying you know um well she's young you know she wasn't to know and blah 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 like and I can understand yeah but we're not gonna blame we're not gonna place the blame on your youth that's not justifiable yeah, yeah. like three people better. do you know what I mean three people didn't make it home that life painting class was amazing it was great that she did that and we had our goodie like, our goodie bags and it was fun yeah and we got home safely Safety, by the grace of god amen but um don't drive intoxicated don't don't do it don't do it but i will and i want to try and keep it as sh- like short and sweet and not to chat too much mm. yeah it it's i wouldn't say it's a, it's a great story mm-hmm. but um yeah it's a different type of story so let's get into it let's go let's go so arson i'm gonna do the uh story of john leonard or okay i hope i'm saying his name correctly Sorry, I thought you were going to talk about the singer, you know. Who's John Leonard? Oh. I, thought, I thought you said John oh, Lennon. Oh, John Lennon. <laughs> I was like, who's John Leonard? Can you um, believe, yeah, that back in the day, they used to find him handsome. Can you, but like in the 60s, though, I feel like that was kind of like... Who, no. John Legend? John, John Lennon. Lennon. Oh, I don't know who that is. From the, the Beatles. Beatles. Nah. Yoko Ono. Not cultured. Please leave, <laughs> leave pictures of John Lennon alone. <laughs> Fuck. That's okay. so childish. So go on, man. Oh, the floor's yours, though. I'm just, I'm just such a child. Okay, so John, Leonard, John Leonard Orr. Okay, so this particular crime takes place in California, mm-hmm. um, particularly within Glendale, California. It's a really plush and safe and secure neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's get into the crime. What is the World Series? <clears throat> Oh, 
Oh, so you said bummy, basically. Uh, I think you are right. Is it baseball? Yes. It is. Okay. I so I feel right. like I I feel like it's giving Super Bowl for baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was October tenth, nineteen eighty four, and while it was on, uh, a fire broke out in a hardware so- store within Pasadena, in a crowded shopping mall. So like, just think of like a shopping center, and you have like your stores within that. Uh, so there was a there was a hardware store and a fire broke out within them. Mm-hmm. So. Although uh, many people were able to evacuate the uh, shopping mall, it did sadly claim the lives of four people. So uh, it claimed the life of one 26-year-old mother who had two children. It claimed um, a 17-year-old employee of the store. It also claimed the life of a 50-year-old, sorry, 52-year-old grandmother and also her two-year-old grandchild, sadly. Um, so once the fire department and the police show up, they look around and then they conclude that it's all an accident. Like it's just probably just like a fire that's broke out within, um, within the, within the store somehow. And it is a hardware store. So you kind of ex- like, you, you might expect that to happen. He's got woods and all sorts of like chemicals and whatnot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry to cut you up because I think a couple of years ago, I think even during the COVID times, like Wolverhamstone Mall went up in smoke. Oh yeah! There was one side that was it was locked off for time. Oh, it's only yeah. as of recent that they've started to open that side up. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you, you you kind of would just put that down to um, down to a mistake. Yeah. Um, at first glance, but everybody everybody did like conclude that it was an accident, except for one person, and his name is John Leonard Orr. I'm gonna come back to why I think this is spooky, but okay. Okay. Okay, so John Leonard Orr, he was an investigator, and he's an investigator for the arson department within the Glendale Fire Department. Um, and he was like, he flat out like couldn't believe that it was an accident, um, and he actually got really annoyed and irritated at the fact that anybody within like these forces would think that such a thing could happen out of a, like out of an accident. Mm-hmm. People really trusted in his opinion. He was a highly regarded investigator within his field. He had a damn near like flawless record when it came like came to detecting arson. He'd always know how it started, where it started, when it started. Like he was like on point, mm-hmm. almost like um, just like a psychic when it came to the arson thing. Right. So he always had right theories, and he was held a genius and a hero by his colleagues. Um, and later investigations into the Pasadena Mall fire would later confirm his um his theories and say that yeah he was correct it wasn't an accident it was started purposely in an area that had highly flammable uh polyuth sorry polyurethane products mm. um and obviously flammable products an area that also um ensured that it had like um what's that word tinder so mm-hmm. like it would easily be able to like just create like, a massive fire basically. yeah and right. ensure right. that a lot of damage was going to be done mm-hmm. the aim of this fire was that you know as much damage that could be done would be done by this fire so at this point though they hadn't investigated that far um and the case kind of goes cold no one knows what like what else ha- happens in this case other than the fact that it was an argument uh, an argument sorry um other than the fact that it was an accident um so no one's charged they leave it and we are now three years later in January of 1987. So January 1987, there's a massive conference for arson investigators in Fresno, California. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then during the conference and after the conference, the nearby town of Bakersfield, <clears throat> so you're kind of going in like, to like central to like, like Northern Cali at this point. They're like, 
hit with like multiple different fires um and no one knows why and they look like arson fires so there's a chief of the bakersfield fire department marvin casey and he's like no this doesn't seem like this sounds super suspicious and the fact that multiple fires that look like they were intended to be set like started within and after an arson investigator conference he was like the timing's just like why would that happen like it's just too uncanny right right um they find like a timing advice uh, sorry a timing device um in the area and also a fingerprint on a piece of paper that at that point couldn't be identified um because obviously it's 1987 dna and fingerprinting and stuff technology is still yeah it's still kind of in its development stages and stuff and Mm -hmm. it's not perfect at this point so even though he had his suspicions like no one actually knows what happened why happened and uh the case goes cold so now another two years later in 1989 another series of fires have now broken up so now we're five years um after uh, the initial fire that was set in pasadena and again this also coincided with another conference around arson and, and arson investigators as well uh and this time they were in pacific grove in california mm-hmm. i actually used to live near there when i was living out there okay yeah Cute. it's very pretty um Cute. and this cemented captain casey's theories about what happened in the previous event and of course in this event because obviously there's two arson kind of conferences multiple fires broke out like despite the fact that they're years apart like it's the same kind of series of events this is suspects yeah so you gotta get to the suspects right so um they're looking at all the attendees that went to both of these um conferences um trying to get you know stuff from dna and fingerprints nothing is coming up Mm -hmm. um and so things keep going cold but they do decide that in 1990 slash 91, they were gonna create a task force to investigate these like, sp- like these specific type of fires because they're just so unusual mm-hmm. and they have their theories. So they mm-hmm. set up a task force called Pillow Pyro. Uh, and this was gonna investigate the suspicious string of fires mm-hmm. that kept on coming up. Um, and the reason why they call it the Pillow Pyro task force was to kind of relate to the crime and also the potential suspects because these timing devices that they kept finding happened to have these little, um, they happened to be like stuffed within pillows. So there was like little devices found within pillows. And then obviously I think what would happen is like, I don't know what would happen, but somehow the pillow would like set, like get set fire to the pillow and then this fire would spread. So I don't know how the device particularly works, but... Can I just say, but you know, back in the day, you know, pillows were kind of... You used to have fluff in them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can imagine... Oh, yeah, just, when you think about that material, you know, yeah, it does... Being extremely it, flammable. Yeah, flammable, yeah, I, I agree. Um, um, so, yeah, so they kept on finding these different objects within pillows and other fabric objects, obviously trying to provide tinder for the fires. So mm-hmm. in 1991, there's a man... That's also working for the the department. Sorry, the fire department. <clears throat> Tom Ca- Tom Capanzo. No, Tom Capazano. There you go. Tom Capazano. There you go. <laughs> um, and so he started circulating information about the fires, about what he thinks is happening, um, and he compares his notes with uh, Captain Casey, and they start aligning the evidence and realize that they must be looking for the same person around the same type of crimes. 
um, and they're able to somehow, so I don't understand how this happened, but they're somehow able mm -hmm. to link it to John Leonard Orr because he was an attendant at both events. This is what I was about to say. Like, do right. they kind of see like a certain name like constantly right. pop up? That's like, what like, I was thinking suspects. because I was like, why did it take till 1991 for Tom Capazano to come and be like, hey, this is what, that's what I'm looking for. Right. Like these, this guy went to both events. I don't know. I just feel like how comes they couldn't figure out before now they have, yeah. but mm -hmm. I don't know. There must be some information that, that's there that's missing. Um, but yeah, so they, they think that the John, the, sorry, the main suspect is John Leonard or I'm just going to call him JLo now for sure okay. because it's the name is giving long um sorry you know you could have just said Leonard or or John or or, or, or. but then it's like or or now no, now we're going should I just say John I'm going to call him JLo I like JLo okay so JLo <laughs> became the main suspect um obviously because of his attendance at these events and also the precise knowledge of the fires that he started investigating so we're gonna stop there. I'm gonna go back to who JLo is. So John Leonard Orr was born 26th of uh, April, 1949 in LA. He was one of three boys and they joined, and he also joined the US Air Force after graduating college. Um, but he did struggle to get started in his career. Um, it's kind of the thing that you kind of see often in crime stories, tried to get into the LAPD, couldn't cause he failed the psych test. Like, because you know the the flags are red in. Oh, the flags give, are like you know, crimson at this point already. They give him bad vibes from the beginning. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he also tried to get into the LAFD. So same thing, but the fire department. Um, but mm. he wasn't able to because he failed both the written and the physical tests. Damn, baby, you was not smart. Yeah. <laughs> Jabria, oh, are you smart? Oh, bless. <laughs> He's trying his hardest. Like, this, because I, I can imagine physical tests for fire departments must be hard. It must be intense. Like, I don't realize how much they, they got to be mad strong. Like, the upper body strength's got to be on point. I but would I, fail. But I think with any member of the public service, like, you just you, you just need to have that thing because yeah. I think you even have to be a certain body weight. Like, I can imagine. You're overweight and stuff like that. And, you know, you can't, you can't drink yeah, often, can you can't imagine. smoke. Like, there's a certain standard that you need to have. I will not pass, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Count me out. Same. Um, but, yeah, so he failed both the written and the physical test. Mm -hmm. But somehow he was eventually hired in 1974 by the Glendale Fire Department. So, obviously, any like, it's one of those things where it's like, if you want to be part of the police or be part of the fire department, you kind of want to be in the main in the main like forces part, yeah. do you know what i mean like yeah, if i yeah. if i'm if i want to be a police officer like i'm aiming for the met do you know what i mean like yeah. so you kind of want to be part of the you know the, the, the front and center yeah. kind of thing but you want to brag about your role yeah basically. but yeah. LA, the la fire department was like nah dog sorry so <laughs> glendale within, <laughs> within like i guess a smaller community within california i was like yeah you can come with us so once he hired he studied uh, fire science at a nearby college while working part-time at 7-Eleven and a Sears because the Glendale Fire Department was like super low pay. I think it was the lowest pay within the industry and within that within that area. So it just wasn't banging for him. No wonder they took him. But, um, sorry, John Leonard, oh, my bad. I didn't want to be rude, but as arson investigator, he had to do all of this. He, he studied, he got his, he's got his qualification. He became an arson investigator and eventually rise up through the ranks and became captain within the fire department. So that's a bit of a background on him. Mm -hmm. 
So we're gonna fast forward back to where we were 16 years later in 1991. And of course, like we mentioned before, fingerprint technology and DNA technology had vastly improved by this point uh, as, as compared to like the 70s and 80s. Uh, so in 1991, they, were man they, they managed to cross-reference the fingerprint and they were able to identify that and make it an exact match to JLo's left ring finger. Mm-mm. So he did that shit guilty as fuck. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Yeah. So they become they began to put um, surveillance on him. Obviously, like staking out inside his house, putting trackers on his like on his car, which I think is mad cheeky because he even found one removed one. <laughs> so he was like, <laughs> <laughs> so he knew that they were onto them, and yeah. Like, yeah, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, <laughs> you thought, was like, yeah. So he he throws one away, but little does he know there's another one on the car. So. They track him and they they track him down to a location of another uh, like suspicious fire breaking out, mm. and of course they arrest him on December fourth, nineteen ninety one. Now let me get into some weird stuff about John and Orr. So they've arrested him and everything. Obviously they're gonna have to go do the investigation. All the detectives come out and they go to his house and you know find out why this guy's been doing all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And they find a three hundred and fifty page novel written by John Leonard Orr. And it's in the the particular novel is called Points of Origin, and it's about a villain who is a firefighter but lives a double life as a serial arsonist. And the reason why he does um, serial arsons, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the reason why he does so, is because da da da, it arouses him. He feels sexy when he lights the fires. So do you know oh, what? Man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Do you know what? I, I didn't, didn't see I that coming. Yeah, I didn't think it was arousal. I I thought it was like you know how um some people suffer from Munchausen by proxy mm. and like they they harm people and they play the hero and they're like oh my god this person's dying. Yeah, you know, I assumed that that was the angle that he was going, especially because like he guessed what was going on and he happened to be there. I didn't know that he was you know getting a sexual thrill out of it. Like, I, that's fucking it's crazy, man. I, I agree. I think. It could have it could have been that. I think it could have been the fact that he likes being the hero. Mm. And I guess like you said, the more the more that he would make these fires and the more that he could be like, I know how that started and I know what did that and everybody's gonna be like, Oh my god, he's amazing, he knows right, everything right, and right. he's the hero on the team. Mm. Two twos is him that's he's the one that's doing it. Like it's just it's just madness. But yeah, it def- it definitely does feel reminiscent of Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. Um but yeah, this has got a sexual motive behind it um so of course he's a family man like no one wants to believe it his family doesn't want to believe it his kids don't want to believe it one of his daughters actually testifies on his behalf within the trial because you don't want to believe that your your dad has been doing such a thing and on top of that you also have to remember that that particular fire that we first spoke about mm-hmm. killed four people, four people. Right? yeah so you don't, you might not want to accept that your dad could be capable of such things you know you just think he's a normal firefighter family man and it's it's just sad that they, they did go th- through a lot uh, struggling with what he done through right. through the trial. Ha- however, even after testifying on his behalf, the jury and the court weren't convinced, mm-hmm. um, and his family believed him up until July of 1992, when he was finally convicted of three counts of arson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in March 93, he was also convicted of three more counts of arson because he did so in a plea bargain, wanted to bring his charges and his time down. Um, and then finally in June 1998, he was finally charged with four counts of murder for the, the lives that were lost within the fire uh, that happened in Pasadena. Um, and 
the, to, my, to my knowledge, the daughter that testified on his behalf mm-hmm. basically just said no, like she's she's done with him. She's kind of just barred him from from her life. Um, mm-hmm. And as of today, he remains in prison and will remain in prison for the remainder of his life. So John Leonard Orr has been deemed one of the worst serial arsonists of the 21st century, sorry, the 20th century. And it's also believed that he was uh, the suspect behind 2,000 fires during the period of 1984 to 2000. 2000. Do you know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. He was putting in work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't make sense. You know what pisses me off about that is I imagine I was on the, because he was on that force from like the 1970s, right? And imagine you're just having bare, like you're another firefighter and you just got bare busy, like you're busy all the time. Mm. And then to find out there's this, just a guy. Do you know what I mean? I think, you're thinking, right, like you're putting work like that for no reason. Like, come on, 2,000 fires. Just because how many you basically people died? want to jerk off. Four people. Okay. Of what we know of, because I, I don't know how many people would have been like in these other yeah, other fires. But um, apparently once he got arrested, mm. the fires on these like suspe- like these kind of strings of fires and these spontaneous fires, mm. they decreased by 90%. But Ooh, can I say yeah, yeah. yeah, it was him by so force. He suspected of allegedly doing 2000. So he really like, so he, like, he was, was really on horny. That. Like he was in the mood and he's like, let me go start a fire. Yeah. Think of how many times you've really had sex fast. within five years. Think oh, of it like that. Is- like, does that was 1984 oh, so I to 91. Oh, I that question. I was thinking, thank God. Oh, mm. I mean, like, I'm just saying, I'm just like, think of it, like, you just in general. Okay. Not obviously, no numbers <laughs> or anything like that, or no details. Okay, okay, but, like, okay. think of how many times, for example, you've had, like, a sexual experience within, like, a, a five, six year period. Right. You wouldn't even be able to, like, recall how many times. Yeah. Mm. If you you've got, count, if you, yeah, really, yeah, I mean, whether you've got a study partner or not, it's your own business, but, like, like if you, yeah, if you've got, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you've got active sex life, you, you might not be able to, like, keep track of that and so for him if that's his sexual motivation and his sexual kind of thing that you know gets him going 2000 fires in like seven years is not that much fires if it's your sexy thing to do it's like he's like masturbating but he's not he's doing a fire i just have so many questions (laughs) to ask like did he come home from work and was like yeah babe like throw her on the bed and was like yeah i don't know i don't know if seeing the fire is like what kind of gets you off or is it like okay you get a bit excited and you want to see your girl i don't know i don't know but either way it's busy what a weird thing to be everyone has their fetishes yeah but what a weird thing to be aroused by like i don't kink shame but fuck you know King shaming King now. shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you like, calling it? I'm definitely king shaming. But um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off. No, that's it. So that's John Leonard Orr, the one of the most uh, worst, the worst serial arsonists of the 21st. The horniest arsonist. Yeah. yeah. The horniest. Let's just call. Yeah, he's the horniest you arsonist. You guys should call the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I think it's written in stone. It has to be the title now. Money, thank you for telling that story. <laughs> of course. Um, I love telling Mr. it. Mr. Leonard or you are trash. Mm, um, Leonard, please. No, nah, that was, that was Find some other outlets. And the thing is what I find interesting as well is like now that you're in prison, you're in prison for the rest of your life. Obviously you can't just like light fires. So now where do you have that sexual outlet? I just I just want to know more. But he's you he's, know what, you can read his book. The points of origin. Oh, is that what the book that he did he publish it? He he pu- he published it. Oh, that sounds really crazy. familiar. About I just oh no. Oh, it's the film that's based on the book. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah, to do man. with him though. He can go to hell, man. I'm sorry. But I just think it's facey that you you wrote a book. It is. He did publish it. It's on Amazon. Yeah, written by former fire captain John L. Orr. Oh, I could have just said John L. Orr. I was calling him J Lo. Anyway. 
that's all from me thank you so much for telling that story <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you um before we delve in to um our second guest story guys have you watched top boy all of it Done. yeah i have um, yeah i finished it last night <laughs> What's I don't feel like it was giving. No, no, I, said, I, I liked it. So either. Either. <laughs> I liked it. I don't think it was the best season. Like I'll be honest. No, not his best. best. Yeah. Not his best. But I loved Jack. I loved her storyline. I loved her I sister's storyline. Um, I feel like her man got what he deserved. I'll leave it at that. Dushin. Yeah. I don't know how to do Dushin. it twice. Dushin. Oh fucking! I can't do it. But um, he Imagine was scary. Was holding up in the holding up in the yard like that. He was really scared. I want. I couldn't even have a Pregnant. phone. Oh. Like, I want to know the backstory. Like, how did she end up with him? Like, yeah, like... that's what pissed me off. I felt like <laughs> no. the whole show was rushed. There was so many rushed. Everything was rushed. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I definitely oh, agree. Thank you. Um, Quas, what did you think about Top Boy? I think it was good. I think it was good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I enjoyed it. it made sense. They explored different different stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like yeah the Jamie thing I don't get can someone explain it no, we, remember the last season they tried to kill him multiple times mm. thank you this oh, is what yeah. I was telling you at my house like like yeah, Jamie had to go okay yeah. oh yeah Sully did and then yeah yeah let me see Sully he shot his boy more times than people said he said 20 times that they shot him um, oh yeah he shot him 20 times and you expect me to just let Jamie um, be at home and he rush a shoot no. yeah facts. <laughs> it's facts. true facts. it's true right. and just was his boy boy facts. as well facts. yeah it's he true yeah Jamie had to go let's see what happens in the next season but he had to go like like no you can't forgive that you can't like Jamie did the kiddos as much. well yeah. like that like, burnt, burnt me man yeah. like they came out and run up to see their brother and just oh, see him shot in the head and, oh. and Aaron I wanted some romantic relationships in it like everyone yeah. on Twitter was saying that there was no romantic like I don't feel yeah. like there was I any like sexual tension between all. Sims and um oh my that was Sorry. like his little sis I don't know whether they wanted to do a black love kind of thing but there's no chemistry there's no, no chemistry at all. at all I'm so sorry she like, could have, that could have been his little sister do you know what I mean like his cousin or something like, mm. I just I don't see it like Except yeah. for no thing, you did have a rom- romantic relationship, but we didn't get to see much about them. Um, Jack and, Jack the and Ajoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something should have, yeah, something. Yeah. Definitely, I would have wanted them to explore the... that a little bit more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have wanted. Like I wanted them to get into that a little bit more. And yeah, eight episodes pissed me off. But what pissed me off is you know the detectives. Yeah, so we find out this big plot twist that they were like they were behind mm. like so many things and they were undercover. And then we only saw like a glimpse of it, like when they were talking in court, and they were like, yeah. "We feel like Duchesne." Yeah. And it was like, so there's a lot more that they could have got, like gone into depth with, but maybe yeah. maybe that needed like a ten episodes, so you could have really yeah. got it into did, it. It did need a ten, and I think it should have been released like weekly. Mm. That's what everyone said. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, for the last long. People on Twitter, uh uh-uh, uh, you lot, please. Like we're thirsty. That's how people finish <laughs> it in a day. <laughs> we are thirsty for it. Like we've been waiting for like how many years? No. Like, yeah, how many years? What was the what was it the break? Because I feel like I watched it for time. Three years, right? Three years. Three years. Around mm-hmm. two, three years. Mad. Raw. Time's flying, 20, man. Yeah. Yeah, three years. Twenty nineteen. Mad. Oh, pre-COVID, so, you know. Like, yeah. Everyone was, yeah. Everyone was it's hungry like a different for it. World. Like, fucking hell. Obviously, yeah. talk about COVID. But guys, um, now we're yes. gonna have our special guest, my other best friend, my baby Chantel. Welcome, talk Chantel. Talk about her story. Welcome, Chantel. Hi, guys. I'm glad to be on today. Yay. 
Um, so my story, I just want to put a little trigger warning, just mm-hmm. obviously in case anybody is a bit sensitive to things like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so my story, mm-hmm. should I just start? Is there, is there Before s- you do start though, Ooh. we are not greedy. You do have to plug yourself. Um, okay. Yes, please like, do. Please. And then we're not greedy. Like, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not mean people here. We're not like, let's keep it professional. Okay. Please <laughs> tell us a bit about yourself before you get into please it. Please do. Um, all right, guys. So, um... I don't know what to say, but oh all right, guys. Goodness. If I'm gonna plug myself, obviously mm-hmm. I am a beauty business owner. Yes. Um, check me out at beautyhideout um, dot underscore. Um, you can get yourself your skin, your well being, mm-hmm. everything at our spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So come through, see us. Um, shout out to everyone else and their businesses. <laughs> and yeah, that is like my main hustle, guys. So exactly. if you guys want to come and check us out then we're embarking and i will be plugging all of this um when we do put out this episode i will be plugging out what um shan does at side hustles she does way more she's been a little bit too modest so i will plug everything that she does do. yes please so yeah (laughs) (laughs) are you ready sis i am ready ready, guys so this is a story a personal story um so it did happen i think what about 10 years ago how old am i now Oh, my God. oh yeah no it didn't happen 10 years ago all right let's say maybe eight okay seven eight years ago mm-hmm. so um i went to a party went to a little like you know link up you know little house thing you know how i used to do back in the day yes so went there with my friends was wearing our cute little outfits you know probably what was we wearing them times like what stripy socks or something no no that's after the funky house like after that no, eight years ago would have been college times yeah so it would have mm. been snapbacks yeah when we tried to dress american that yeah, 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 yeah 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 so um <laughs> it was dark it's in a dark time so i was with my friends um and obviously we went to a party um obviously just like a little couch little drink up um all three of us there um and then obviously the guy was obviously pouring us a lot of drinks you know we're smoking you know weed the marijuana guys (laughs) you know you know the green stuff stuff. (laughs) am i allowed to say that on here (laughs) we're smoking the green like we're really having a good time and obviously like um some of my friends started to feel a bit like nauseous Mm -hmm. like one of my friends started vomiting in like one of the rooms (gasps) it was like it was just crazy like (laughs) so obviously he's still like trying to give us more drinks like yeah just drinks have a good time whatever whatever obviously like we're young we're having a good time so we're like yeah let's just drink oh she's just feeling sick like and you're none the wiser yeah yeah yeah, so we're looking after her but obviously we're still enjoying ourselves so anyway I think we must have been there for about two, three hours now and we just all felt really rubbish. So we said, you know what, like, let's start to leave, like, because, like, everyone feels crap, friends vomiting, like, we should really get out of here. Mm -hmm. So we start getting ready to get out of here and the guys are like, no, stay, you know, like, you know, have a good time, like, you like we all know how men can be you know at especially mm. at those age groups excited mm. you know girls you know right, how it be right, right. so they're like oh just stay just stay like just chill have a few more drinks whatever so we're like okay cool we stayed for like maybe 20 more minutes and then we're like nah we need to go now so we went when we left that house we were stumbling out of the house mm. like what it the just fuck? wasn't right like something just was not right right <laughs> right 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 so we're stumbling at the house, stumbling. Um, obviously, my friend, you know, she's come out the one that's, that was vomiting, whatever. She's like, just we're carrying Sounds her. Awful. Mm-hmm. Horrible stuff, yeah. So we're all trying to, like, now, like, one of my other friends, she just got started getting hysterical and started crying. Like, literally, just random. Like, <laughs> do you know those drunks that just start yeah. crying? Right, so right, she just right, was, right, like, right. bawling her eyes On out. On top of that, you probably 
you, you've probably been drunk before, but you don't feel like this. So this is something new as well. Exactly. And mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we left. Um, obviously, we all start, felt really crappy, whatever. Obviously, long and short of it is that we, we think now in our adult age that we probably were spikes at the time. Yeah. Um, so but shit, yeah, man. exactly. What the fuck? But just to make the story a bit worse, <laughs> like not even make it worse, but just to make like the man really took the piss. So one of my friends, the one that was vomiting, she actually left her bag in the room. Aww. So cool, she left her handbag in the room. <laughs> whatever whatever and i think like maybe a few days later she had seen like loads of transactions transactions on oh, her card don't. like someone took Excuse out four me? someone took out four iphones it's not even funny two samson so galaxy you, wait, 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 so, so you so spiked so us so you harm me yeah <laughs> And they use no, my you're robbing car. me. You're robbing Excuse me. Excuse me. Some people are bright, you know, and this <laughs> <laughs> Loads of like little little payments really here and fun. there. Yeah, so obviously, like, you know, she's called the bank to obviously, like, you know, oh, get in touch no. with them, whatever. And they're like, obviously, there's nothing more that we can do. You know, you're, you know how the bank moves, yeah. you're liable, it's your mm. card, you know, etc. Mm. And th- these were the times that, like, fraud was hot as well. So they're mm. probably thinking, really, sis, like, just yeah. Yeah. Heard yeah, we've heard that. So obviously, like the end result was that she had to end up paying for the four iPhones, yeah, and no. yeah, yeah, and the two Samsons no. over a period of time. Because like, like obviously she's in debt, so it's like the debt is your debt. Guys, my mouth is <laughs> the wider, debt is your I debt. Wait, so they spiked, they spiked, like you lot, and then they still got away with six phones. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Six contracts. Yeah, was a contract. Yeah, contract. <gasps> yeah, that's why she was liable for the debt. Because obviously they're still expecting their monthly payment. Ross, what you're paying yeah. over like a twenty-four month thing? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, like, so you were like, you actually really harmed me, and you have the audacity to be to using steal my myself. details. But you know what hurts me about that is that like, you oh physically God. and like even you've, you've hurt me in like in all the ways you could mentally, physically, financially, mm, exactly, yeah. emo- like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's. That's that's a double whammy, like that's really fucked. That's, that's awful. Really, really, really exactly. Fucked. And um like obviously like we knew the guys from like Snap and stuff, so mm. realistically we didn't know them that well. Yeah. Like just to be honest. So there was not really any other way to get back in contact with them. <laughs> so it was just kinda left like it was over with. Like, yeah. they did what they did and And yeah. I can imagine probably as soon as they they spent the money as well, they probably blocked they and deleted us, everything. Blocked yeah. us, you know what I mean? Like we probably knew them just in passing, but not like that wasn't our friends. So yeah, that was like a really scary time, and um, yeah, That's really fast. Yeah. yeah, I'm so sorry you went through that. I'm That's sorry you went awful. through that. I'm sorry you enjoyed that. Like honestly, like words can't describe that because you know when you're young. Do you know what makes me sad? Do you know when you're young, yeah, and then your friend has the motive to the guys. So naive, <laughs> you're naive in it. You're like, oh, I don't want to be at home. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have they got alcohol? Oh, they got weed. Oh, let's yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, and mm. this is the result of it. Like exactly. that. Like, how did that make you feel after? Like after this happened. Like, how did you recover from from this ordeal? Basically. Yeah. Um, obviously I was a bit more cool like I'm definitely more cautious like mm-hmm. now like I think it was like two years ago I went out and like someone had a drink like someone went to get me a drink from the like uh, kitchen and to be honest I'm not saying he did anything but I just was like nice I'm fine thank you I'll right. just get my own so mm-hmm. I'm definitely a bit more like more cautious now because you know people are just moving mad yes, <laughs> like yes. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think yeah I just became more cautious and obviously thank god that you know nothing else happened in that situation or anything crazy happened yeah. or yeah. you know any other danger we were in but yeah mm-hmm. like I just think, yeah, everyone just has to be really careful out there because, yeah, it's crazy. And I think it's a really good thing that you brought up as well because obviously that was like 
you say eight years ago or something with the drink and that still happens to this day but yeah and then some i'm seeing people that are getting like injected in the club and all yeah. these type of crazy things yeah. so yeah just be mindful as much as you can do because pe- well, sometimes the other thing is like if somebody sets out to do something they will endeavor to do that yeah but all we can do as women as well is like just be as mindful and like vigilant as possible where we can and mm-hmm. how we can because there's not there's not very nice people out there there's at not. all because what was so and on top of that so what i can i'm assuming is that he did whatever fucked up shit he did and he put it in the spirits basically and everyone was drinking that so what was the end game do you know what i mean it wasn't even just like like i'm not trying to justify it but i can understand if it was just one person doing it to one girl Uh you're doing it to a whole group of girls like to see probably to see who can get the most fucks like you know how situations are like that who's gonna get them like you know that things like that like i think take to people's bodies different as well like Mm. depending on if you're already like a big drinker Mm -hmm. or not so probably to see who can get the most fucked and then we know we'll go from there (laughs) like facts that it's i I definitely think that kind of put me off of going to those whole coaches thing because i'll be honest like i think there was a time in life that like I don't know if weed was like a sacred thing, but it was like when a nigga said he had weed, <laughs> if he said he had, yeah, alcohol and weed, like, that nigga's house was lit. I'm on my way, like, with my girls, like, oh you tell your gosh. girls that there's weed somewhere, like, you guys are on your way, like, yeah. I don't know what yeah. it was at that time. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that shit was too expensive at the time or what it was, but. You know, it's, as, other thing is, I, I just feel like, <laughs> college yeah we just didn't have the connect as yeah. well that's the other thing do you know what i mean so if you knew somebody that was like they had the connect yeah then we're there yeah. but yeah that's yeah but um <laughs> speaking of your friend that you know had the misfortune of oh. not only throwing up and feeling yes. sick like what was the outcome with with yeah, the whole phone important. thing how is she feeling well, like what did she have to do what happened with her with her bank well in terms of what happened with her i mean she actually just had to pay for the whole debt mm. um i mean really and truly i mean maybe she could afford it and stuff like that but you know how those things are they're sending you a letter they're sending you a like they don't mm. give a heck if you're trying to sort it out with they whoever like yeah. they're they're on your neck for their mm. money in it yeah. so mm. i think after a while she just got to a point where she realized that this is like kind of my responsibility yeah. and i've left my things around of course like she didn't just leave her things but unfortunately you know her things were stolen and um she just had to pay for it and obviously so i think she's definitely I'm been sad. more cautious like for a long time she had you know those um when you don't even act- actually have a proper bank card mm. so you can't actually you just have a cash card yeah so yeah. you can't actually mm. like you know pay for things online and yeah. stuff like that so it really did mess her up like such a small experience really fucked up her yeah. just her you know adult in life and i think mm. just now she's been able to get like a barclays card which is so perfect because she would have mm. been able to get those things she yeah, didn't go yeah, out of her way yeah. to do deets or anything but it's so her. sad the financial yeah. impact on that and you know with finances as well once that credit gets hit oh my days listen man you're behind on one payment up. and what's your yeah. credit <laughs> do you know what i mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't even matter if she hit every single one of them payments you know yeah mm. that's the thing yeah i hate that for her as well because i'm sure that was not cheap monthly it wasn't exactly exactly so she had to she had to just pay for it and you know what's so annoying is that you don't even have like the phones you don't even have the item yeah <laughs> like, you don't have one or the other so they can't be <clears throat> reprimanded for what they did and again you don't have the items to, to either sell or get back yeah, like damn. it's a lose-lose overall like but it's a triple whammy basically yeah. like all three things happen that's that's not fair but yeah. um you know like we, we can be thankful that you know she she got out on the top she paid yeah. off whatever she had to pay and amen yeah she has her account now but, but she yeah. was sad yeah no. i think guys it's just important that you know self-awareness when you're out and also mm-hmm. self-awareness like with the whole fraud stuff as well like yeah. just adding that to the story i think it's happened to a lot of females as well mm-hmm. and um yeah like just be careful guys with your details and mm-hmm. yourself outside for real yeah ladies mm-hmm. like just 
be careful, man. Honestly, just be careful. It doesn't matter how cute he is. It doesn't matter how bored you are at home. Like, you you just you can't you can't trust everyone, and you uh. can't vouch for everyone. Mm. It don't matter if he was nice to you. It don't matter if he paid for something the first time or the second time. It don't even matter if he respected you during intimacy. Like, you just have to be super yeah. vigilant. Have to be yeah. so careful. So, so careful. But thank you so much, Shan, for telling that story, honestly. Thank you. And I'm so okay. sorry you guys have to deal with that. So that is sorry, awful. Man. So sorry. But I'm glad yeah. you guys came out the other side. Honestly, Amen. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. And that was quick and sexy. And we're actually done. <laughs> we are. Let me do that. Um, we didn't... Uh, yeah, season finale. Yeah, Next season a, will be... Yeah, this is a season finale. Um, but we will keep you posted on when we are back. In the meantime, we will be doing the spinny spin like we love to do. And you will know what we have next. Please let me have murder. Please let me have murder. Please let me have murder. Please, please, please. Because I've got a story that I need to tell you guys, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, you've been wanting to tell it for I've been wanting to tell this story. I'm it's so been sad. sitting in my notes. I need to tell this story. But I need to, like, get it, so... Alright, cool. Let me just pop this in the spinny spin. No worries. We've got, we've got to get a better name than spinny spin. Man. I like I spinny spin. Like <laughs> spinny spin. I like it. It's cute. <laughs> it's adorable. Right, I'm popping these in now. Well, since you didn't spin last time, Cindy Lou Who, mm-hmm. do you want to spin it to win it? Let me actually record this. <laughs> so, let's do it. Okay. Spinny, 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 spinny. we got to get some sort of like spinny music for it. <laughs> we still need a theme song, guys. Um, I've got drug trafficking. <laughs> I'll do the trafficking of the drugs. You know you didn't want to do that. I didn't you want know, to do that. <laughs> I didn't want to do that, but what can we say? Okay. Ashwin. Spinny, 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 spinny. Spin it to a net. Oh, hell, I'm not doing cybercrime again. We'll be keeping you posted. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram because we do tell um, crime stories and crime news. Mm-hmm. So don't be strangers, guys. And yes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for Chantel, listening. thank you so, so much thank for coming you, through. Appreciate you. Thank you for telling your story. Plug your things again. Plug okay. it again. <laughs> All right, thank you guys um, for having me today. Um, you guys are doing an amazing job here. True crime. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing drug trafficking um, and burglary and robbery. And um, yeah, shout out to me um, at Beauty Hideout, um, at Empress Events, at um, everything. Yes, yeah, girl. shout out. Yes, girl. Shout, I'm going to shout everybody out. At Geisin. <laughs> at Geisin. Come on. Yes, come on. At Monet London. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. At, I don't know what else do I have. What else do I have, Cindy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a shout out to all the other podcasts at Real Group Chat. Come on, lads, the lads, everyone. Come on, come on, come on, come on. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I'm Cindy. I'm Manay. And this is True Crime MC. Bye, guys.